Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Bobby Regan of Barstool Sports does a great job covering all things basketball, college, and NBA. He joins us now. And Bobby, as always, man, appreciate you joining us. How are you doing this afternoon? Good, man. Just trying to survive on some solo dad duty here with a six, 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 six month old. So uh, oh. you hear like animal noises in the background. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not playing with toys. That's six month old. Well, well, we'll keep that in mind, man. But we appreciate you hopping on with us, anyways, man, because that's uh, that's hero work right there. That's not something that's uh, easy for anybody to do, especially when doing a sports talk radio interview. Man, so. I'm flying to New Orleans tomorrow for a bachelor party, so I'm pretty sure if I said no, I couldn't stay home with him today. My wife would have. Uh, <laughs> I, I might have just been moving to Arkansas. For that one. <laughs> yeah, well, we'd welcome you, man. We'd we made the right you. choice, though. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a, <laughs> that, that's a smart man right there. It's a smart man, Bobby, and. Uh, here's the thing, though, Bobby. Like, I, I just, and I know we, you've been writing about it on Barstool Sports. You, you've been following it, and this whole Brandon Miller situation just was already a crazy situation as it was when dealing with just Darius Miles. But now, when Brandon Miller gets involved, and you know they got in the middle of the basketball season at the stretch of the in the SEC play, this is just a crazy, crazy thing that just seems really weird. in the fact that tonight. You could be seeing Brandon Miller and Nados and everybody playing like nothing happened, even though something's definitely going on right now. Yeah, I, like I, I, I understand. I don't even know if I fully understand because the laws are just written so weird, and I'm not obviously a legal expert, but I understand that it appears by the letter of the law, not that Brandon Miller didn't do anything wrong, he didn't do anything illegal. I guess is the correct way to put it, but. Based on everything that came out in the report, which I believe was by what AL.com, if I credited mm-hmm. them correctly, and what NATO said in the press conference, how not only how is Brandon Miller not facing any sort of suspension, how is NATO coaching tonight? Like, where's the AD here? Where we see guys and, and girls across college sports miss a game it's suspended indefinitely, however you want to class, clarify it, for a litany of reasons. It doesn't have to be legal reasons, right? It could be a school violation. It could be, you know, conduct detrimental to the team. We hear that a lot, right? Which that could mean a variety of different things based on the program. But based on everything that was reported, how, how do you let Oates coach and how do you let Miller play tonight? It's, you know, even if you're suspending them for one game, right? Let's say the report comes out, you suspend them both for this game. Would it make the situation better? Obviously, obviously not. We're talking about a murder here. But from a, and I'm saying this from a PR standpoint of Alabama, you at least look like, okay, we this report came out, we're handling it internally, we're suspending them for, for this game. And then... You know, you know, move on. It's not the right word, but you know, you, you go on. You, 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 the season advances, and I just don't get it. Like it's, it's a wild story. I mean, it's, it's a sad story. It's a wild story. All that from the get go. I, you know, I don't think we have to clarify that, but you know, there, there was a, an innocent life taken in this, which somewhat appears to be lost. in, in when, when we're talking about Brandon Miller, but it is arguably the best team in the country, the best player on, on the best team in the country. So. From a sports standpoint, it is hard to talk about, you know, just sports. But how are, how are both of these on this, both of these guys 
playing and coaching tonight. I, I, I just don't get that. I, I can't believe that Alabama's athletic director has not put out a statement and it's kind of been radio silent. It, it's just something's missing, right? Like something's not adding up correctly from the report to what's been said to the handling of it all. And like, I'm, not, I'm not smart enough to know what's missing by any means, you know, but something feels missing. Bobby, it's interesting with the angle of the AD. If the AD has no knowledge, then you could fully expect the AD to step in with Nate Oates, with Brandon Miller. But with something of this magnitude, now you pull the AD into it because you would think that the AD does have knowledge. So that implements, you know, the AD also. Because if the AD knew the entire situation, not only does it implicate Nate Oates, but it brings the AD into it as to, you know, why nothing has been done. So so now you put, you know, people that are higher than the AD trying to look at the AD, the coach, and the player. Yeah, but right, it's a business, man, right? It's like I kind of view it as that where if a VP of a, a Fortune 500 company screws up, and does something that's potentially illegal or potentially wrong that hurts, you know, that, that hurts the company, the owner takes some sort of stance, right? Like there's at least a statement out. And that's the shocking part is there's not even a statement out. When, and what NATO said in the, the press conference, and, and I know, you know, everyone's piling, you know, not piling on, but everyone's, pointing out the whole, you know, wrong place, wrong time, and everything that NATO said was wrong. He also said that the team was aware. So where, where's the statement, at least, from the 80s? That's, that's the point I just don't get. Like, you're talking high-major college sports. It's, it's a business. You, 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 and, and programs operate like a business. That's, you know, athletic departments operate like a business. Um, and not just from a money standpoint. It's just kind of the way it is. But the fact that it's radio silent and that again, it's just they're just kind of acting like nothing's going on to a degree is, is bizarre. Well, see, and I'm kind of with you on that too, Bobby, <laughs> because looking at the, just what we we see in college sports all the time, and again, I'm not I, I used this comparison earlier, and I'm not comparing the situations because they are different. But if you remember with the deal with Chris Beer earlier this year, where you know he was uh, arrested and uh, was accused of these things that as far as domestic violence. And he was arrested. He got charged, and then like the the Texas immediately suspended him. Then they came out and they had a statement on it. And then we saw how it all developed out. And then he didn't even get charged. The charges got dropped. I know they're different, but I'm with you as far as how it was handled by the university and everybody. Where it was like this stuff's going on, or these guys were involved, or whatever it may be. He's not being formally charged with anything. He wasn't even arrested for anything. But this is something that we got to gather some more facts on before. Uh, we can just start continuing on like nothing's going on. That's kind of where I'm at, just comparing it to where you got one university that came out strong and said, hey, we got to get ahead of this, and then another one with Bama where not only did you not get ahead of it, Nate Oates kind of made a bad statement, then had to re- like make his statement and try to clarify his comments, and yet the guy's still going to be playing tonight. That just doesn't make sense. Right, and it's, it's just like embarrassing, right? Like you're Alabama, you're not a, a no-name program. This isn't a low-major thing where – you know, oh, how do we handle this? Like, they, you know, where you don't even know the AD's name, let's say. You know, it's just a, a, a low-major school. People, like, the national media would be would be dragging them over the cold. But, you know, you can just come out and say they're suspended indefinitely because that 
that says something, but it doesn't really mean anything, right? It definitely means one one day to forever. We don't know. But at, at least you make some sort of statement of we're taking this serious. We're, we're, we see a, you know, a punishable offense here from – because, again, this is – this is where sports gets weird because we're talking about it in, in strictly a basketball standpoint of they're right. Like you didn't get arrested. It's not like an NCAA violation, but it's, it's like a common sense rule where, you know, that should, that should just be the, the case here where you're like, they did something wrong. They handled it wrong. Clearly Brandon Miller, the world agrees he did something wrong. How, like where is, Again, just where's like the leadership? Where's and, and I'm not forgiving Nate Oates here, but it's like okay, everyone's rightfully dragging Nate Oates. But again, we're like where's the AD? You're you're an athletic director. You have to make something here. You just can't sit back and act like oh well, not, I don't know, not not really my problem. Now with Bama, you would have to think that they've been discussing this behind the scenes with their legal team because of the magnitude of it. They said they've had knowledge the entire time, but it just became public knowledge as of yesterday to, you know, what was going on and how deep it was connected to not only members that aren't on the team anymore, but members that are still currently on the basketball team. Yeah, and that's that's the weird thing, too. It's like, you know, I understand that not all details come out right away. That's just any story, especially when you get into the legal side of things. But it's just, again, it's just it's, something is missing. And I, I don't know what it is. Obviously, we're not, you know, we're not doing the investigating or anything like that. But something is missing from this story, not necessarily from the Alabama side, but something just seems off in terms of, of what happened, what were the roles, who knew what. And that's why I think everyone's just kind of like, well, what the heck is going on down there? And, and why I think the majority of people have the same feeling we do of just, okay, well, if he did something wrong, but there's like a uh, somewhat of a loophole because there's really nothing to charge him with, but clearly there's uh, 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 a wrongdoing of some sort. And, and Nato is, you know, doing his price. It's just, it's just weird. That's the only way I can describe it. It's just weird. Yeah, I mean that's that that's kind of the way to honestly the best way to look at it too. And and Bobby, I was actually just reading something that came out. Uh, this came from Tuscaloosa, and actually uh, some attorneys for Brandon Miller, as I said, just saw it tweeted out. Uh, I couple, saw something just got released. Yeah, it was essentially saying I'm going to read it to you just to get your reaction to it. Uh, but it says on January 14th, Brandon played in a basketball game in the afternoon and was later asked by Darius Miles for a ride to the strip area to go to a nightclub. Mr. Miles brought his legal handgun and left in the back seat of Brandon's vehicle. Brandon never saw the handgun or handled it. Further, it is our understanding that the we- uh, weapon was concealed under some clothing in the back seat of his car. Brandon did not go inside the nightclub. Instead, he left, went to a restaurant, and at approximately midnight, Mr. Miles asking Brandon to come pick him up so they could leave and go to another location and join friends. Brandon advised him that he would be going along later, and approximately one hour later, Brandon began to leave the restaurant to pick up Miles, and uh, but first had a companion on the ride home. It says, before Brandon picked up Mr. Miles, Mr. Miles and the individual with Miss Harris exchanged words Brandon, without Brandon knowing any of the context. And as Brandon was already uh, on the way to pick up Mr. Miles, Mr. Miles texted Brandon and asked him to bring him his firearm, to which Brandon subsequently arrived at the scene for Mr. Miles. Brandon never got out of his vehicle or interacted with anyone in the party. He was never involved in the verbal alterca- altercation, never touched the gun, 
was not involved in his exchange and never knew that any illegal activity was going on. He also did not block the Jeep driven by Mr. Johnson. In fact, he had already parked on Gray Street when the Jeep pulled up behind him. So there's some other things there, but it seems like that's at least the statement that the attorneys are going with, and maybe uh, that's what they're trying to say as far as why he hasn't been charged or why nothing has changed, at least based on uh, those events. And I get it, but now it's right now we're doing the, well, what side is it? Because we heard this is not, I mean, this reads clear for, for Brandon Miller, and, and it's pretty standard, I would say, attorney press release. But now it's, okay, what side is true? And, and, and again, we don't know, right? Like, you have now one side saying he's completely innocent. The other side, a text message saying, like, there was some sort of involvement. And it's just, situation again just so weird is, is i don't want i mean in a perfect world yeah brandon miller is innocent right because you don't want another person involved in a horrific you know horrific crime of murder but now you have two co- conflicting reports out there or, or two conflicting stories out there and it's it, it just it doesn't make sense and, and i i understand the press release and I'm, I try to keep an open mind when it comes to these things because, hey, like, sometimes the first report is false. Sometimes the first report is true. It's just, again, we're talking, we're talking murder here, right? It, that's ultimately what it is. It's not – we're not talking about – and I thought, you know, we'll just stay, stay with Alabama, right? We're not talking Bruce Pearl having a cookout and NCAA violations. We're talking about the loss of a life, and that's what makes this situation just – Top to bottom, one of the more weird situations that I can remember in college basketball in a long time. We're also talking about at this point being able to prove that in a court of law with Brandon Miller. Now, they do have evidence against Darius Miles, Michael Davis. That's what they feel strongly about. So then that part comes in to who else can they implicate and pull into it and what can be proven about the other people that they say may have been involved in some kind of way. Right, right. That's ultimately the thing. And, and who knows? I mean, this is going to take months, you know, obviously when you get into trials and everything like that. But, I, I, again, I don't know. I To me, I still, if I'm Alabama, I, and maybe this press release, you say, okay, you know, they're, they're not suspended anymore of this press release, you know, this, the statements out there, we believe it. We believe everything that was reported by by the lawyer and by Brandon. But the fact that they went radio silent for now a day and a half, it's still just kind of, I guess, alarming. Where again, like I said, you're Alabama. How do you? How does the AD not have a state? We have statements for every single thing in the world, and now it's one time it's negative against your university, and then you're, you're radio silent. Yeah, because I was trying to see if uh, there was any statement made, even with the Miles situation. I couldn't find anything. Uh, I know that uh, Nate Oates made a statement, but as far as uh, AD or anything, maybe, again, maybe he did. I was just trying to search, and I didn't see anything either there, too. So, yeah, I, I think this is what you can really just chalk it up to, Bobby. I think we can all agree. It's just a weird deal. It's a very weird deal with a lot of uncertainties and a lot of mystery surrounding it to where it just doesn't seem right to just, in the game of basketball, which is such a... Uh, you know, non-factor when it comes to what's going on in the situation to say, all right, well, shrug your shoulders, and these guys are right. going to continue to play tonight against South Carolina. That just seems like it's such a weird thing that doesn't connect and doesn't compute. 
but and that and that's always the tough thing when we're talking about legal situations with sports is there is a sports side to it, and it's not you know it's not me and you right of oh well, okay they're gonna go to trial and and that's kind of that or you know just regular people off the street there, there is a whole like the sports side is a whole different story and that's what that's where it gets tough talking about it because you have the sports side you have the legal side. They, they interact, but nobody who really does both. There's really not a person who knows both, I guess, is a better, better way to put it. Like, there's not the legal expert who's also a basketball expert. It's two fields that shouldn't interact, but yet, yet here we are. Yeah, that's right. Here we are trying to figure it all out, Bobby. But I'm sure more details or maybe some more updates will come as the days go on, but certainly a crazy thing right now. But we appreciate you hopping on with us, man, especially being a – being a dad with a sick kid right now, because I know that's not easy to deal with. But, yeah. hey, we, we powered through it, man. We got it done. We appreciate it. All right. Have a good one, guys.